conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion... Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast about America's true hero, John C. Riley. I'm Dan <gasps> O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how are you? I was very anxious that you were going to say Chris Bratt, and I got very nervous, and then you didn't, and that's why I gasped, because I love John C. Riley. Yeah, no. Chris Pratt, he flew too close to the sun. And then he started saying things that that he really shouldn't have. I don't know enough about that. I just know oh, that I do. people don't like him. And I'm like, whatever. He He's he's married to a member of the Kennedy family now. Yeah. Well, he was married to... Um, Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Thank you. Sorry to brain fart. My brain kept saying Anna... Anna... Um, Paquin. Yes! Oh, my God. Thank you. Wow, you're reading my mind tonight, Dan. I am. I really I'm appreciate great. it. You're welcome. Ooh, I'm fighting for my life, so. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, he was married to Anna Ferris and they had a son. Mm-hmm. And then he divorced her and got remarried to somebody he met through his, like, really not great church. Isn't it Catherine Schwarzenegger? I believe so. And then they had a son and he, like, made a whole post about, like, or had a daughter and he made a whole post about, like, this is his most recent trauma, for the record. That was like, thank you for this healthy child. I think we overuse the word trauma. No, no, not trauma. Drama. Drama. Okay. I think we underuse the word drama. Period. That's for sure. No, he was like, thank you for this healthy child that you gave me. And everybody was like, you know your son has like several disabilities and you're just going to like shove that back in in Anna's face. And I was Ah. like, ooh, the tea. The way I was slurping this tea. Also, I'm pretty sure like he's been openly slightly eh, homophobic Openly, i don't know the slightly <laughs> well i think he's been more than slightly but i i don't know if that's the truth and i'm not trying to start new rumors i'm gonna google it according to his wikipedia welcome to the podcast everyone this is about as deep as the research that we normally do it's Listen. on air it's live man uncut wild live. um he's just he he is uh, attended a church that is affiliated with hillsong which oh. is yeah that's a justin bieber church right yeah see it's so <sighs> the church he goes to is zoe or zoe church um which the preacher <clears throat> is uh named chad no no <laughs> and it's the chris pratt kardashian justin bieber oh the kardashians go to this church. too i thought yes. they went to some sort of like church because um they're armenian i thought they went to like some armenian orthodox or something maybe i was just hoping for better but they were they were pulled away by the draw of chad i was hoping for better for them that maybe they were like learning about their culture and not following people named chad pastor chad no okay no shame to like i'm sure there's like one chad out there who's nice (laughs) you know (laughs) one 
one Chad. I'm sure Chad Kroger is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure he's a perfectly regular. What's wrong with Chad Kroger? He did Avril Lavigne wrong, if I'm understanding correctly. Okay, okay time to go to his Wikipedia page. <laughs> she wrote some pretty biting breakup songs about him. Okay, I tell you what. I got that celebrity drama for you, okay? One of my coworkers made the mistake of saying something, asking something about who Kanye West hooked up with, and I went on a long rant about everyone who's been with Kanye West. It was ugly. It was (laughs) ugly. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm looking, his personal life section on his Wikipedia, it says they amicably separated. Oh, her songs beg to differ, but okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, they are Canadian, so they probably were like, oh. They were married on Canada Day. Oh, how patriotic of them. Yeah. Avril Lavigne, I'm still upset about her divorce from her first husband. Who was her first husband? Derek Wibley, lead singer of Sum 41. Oh, shoot. I missed that. I think she's gorgeous, and I love her music. That's it. That's it. Well, I okay. Do you remember when she had a line at Kohl's when she was the ambassador for candies at Kohl's? No. Yeah, that makes sense because it was like the juniors department for girls. Oh, where um, I hang out all the time. <laughs> Ew, Dan. Oh, I'm anyway. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm living my truth. Okay, you're. I'm glad. When I was like in eighth grade, I begged my mom to let me dye a strip of my hair, but she wasn't ready for me to actually dye my hair yet. Um, uh-huh. which I did later in life. But she died. She let me, like, chalk dye or temporary dye a strip of my hair green. And my grandma had bought me a sparkly pink, black, and white polo shirt from the Avril Lavigne Candies collaboration. I thought okay. I was the baddest bitch on the face of the earth, Dan. And I still carry that energy with me because, honestly, that probably would still be a sick fit to this day. Sure. And I'd wear it. Oh, 100%. It, it's definitely come back in style. That's exactly why. I'm telling you. Ex- except. No, I was wearing it with a flare cut. Yeah, I was wearing it with a flare cut jean at the time. I was on top of trends in 2008. What is a flare? Is a flare cut a, like a, a boot uh, cut? That doesn't help. Uh, I'm just thinking like disco jeans. Too wide? No, Dan. <laughs> like the top is tight. It's low rise. Okay. The top is tight till about mid calf, and then it gets like a little wider. Hmm. That describes me physically. Yeah, me too. My top is tight. Mm-hmm. When you get to my mid calf, that's when I get curvy. So you can you can sling a boot on. Should we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, the movie that we're talking about today is, as we said, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I love our rants. Retroactively referred to as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, according to Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by James Gunn, co-written with Nicole Perlman, who wrote the story for Detective Pikachu. Oh, I liked Detective Pikachu. It was cute. It was fun. I, I, I don't think it was anything special. Whoa. That's bad energy, Dan. Okay. Starring Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Lee Pace, Michael Rooker, Karen Gillan, Jimon Hansu, our king, John C. Riley, Glenn Close, and Benicio Del Toro. Cinematography by Ben Davis. I'm just looking at his, uh, He's, which is so interesting because he's been the cinematographer on 
a lot of like interestingly shot movies. Like what? Uh, Banshees of Inisherin. Oh God, I heard hey, that that's was a, a great slog. movie. That oh. is not a slog. It's a comedy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, released on August 1st, 2014. You know, mm-hmm. nine years ago. My fr- <laughs> I just Every time. It's just every single time I bring this up. I hate my life. No, I just turned 2014. Yeah, I just turned nine. Or I was about to turn 19. Mm. I hate that. I was I was in high school. I was 16 going on 17. Oh, you're your sound of music year. Mm-hmm. Oh, sluttiest year. Dan. Yeah, a period, as you should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with a budget of $232 million, it made $773 million at the box office. Mm, mm-hmm. It was highly and anticipated. It was, but it also made much more money than people expected it to. I guess, because Gage said that a lot of people didn't. Well, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm not someone who really read the comics. So he said that a lot of people like didn't know about these characters beside before the co- or before the movies. So anyway, yeah, yeah no. Wh- who had heard of Star Lord? And it was a movie starring Chris Pratt, whatever, but also a raccoon, a talking tree, and WWE wrestler Dave Batista. We love a Dave Batista in this house, okay? We do, but this was the, this was his first major role. This was like, oh, okay. And even this, this didn't really prove that he could act or prove that he no. could do this one character, but he's by far the best actor of the WWE alumni. I would agree. I really like Dave Batista in everything I've seen him in. Um, I also love Drax, but that's, you know. <laughs> that's just you. I feel like a lot of people love Drax. It also doesn't help that I, there's a dog in the Milwaukee dog community named Drax. Okay, nice. shut up. The Milwaukee dog community? You act like I'm not talking about a real thing, but it's like a, a cult. It's, it's I'm, sure. I'm deep. Okay. We, we overuse the word community. Not everything no. is a community. It's a community, Dan. It's a community. I went okay. into a dog store and I introduced myself as Jester's mom and the woman said, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She knew exactly who I was. She didn't know my name, but she said, "Mm, Jester, mini Australian Shepherd mix. Got it. We've gone too far. We've strayed so far from God's light. We need more territorial drama. Like, we need, like, how they would fight when they were making, when they were making Milwaukee, when -hmm. first establishing Milwaukee, and it was, like, four different cities, and that's why all the bridges over the rivers are at odd angles, because they didn't line up the roads on each side, because they were so petty. We Mm. need more of that, just with, like, neighborhoods. There shouldn't be a whole Milwaukee dog community. There should be, like, a (laughs) Bayview dog community. Well, I think it does. Like, a Cooper Park dog community, and they should fight physically. (laughs) I think it does branch. I mean, technically, I'm more in the Wauwatosa dog community, even though I'm not in Wauwatosa. However... You're in the fake suburb dog community? Yeah, I'm just like, Jester, okay, now don't, everybody don't stalk my dog, but Jester does go to our local, you know, doggy daycare in the surrounding communities. Mm -hmm. So she's acting, she's masquerading as a surrounding dog, even though she's not, you know, she doesn't live, she lives in Milwaukee, she's a city Uh, dog. It's her greatest shame. 
Mm-hmm. She's like, no, no, I do live here. I mean, I feel that. I live in Los Angeles city limits, but I say that I live in Santa Monica because it's easier to describe where I live that way. Yeah, I tell people I live in to- okay. I tell people I live in Tosa all the time, even though technically I don't. But like, even for trick or treat, all of our trick or treat stuff revolved around like Wauwatosa times because it's so dumb. Like, well, trick or treat <sighs> times are dumb. It should start when the first kid starts, and it should end on November fourth. Dan, I don't have that much candy. My mom had to come bring me more because I could not go out myself to get it because of my COVID. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at you, not wanting to spread it. I sat. Coward. (laughs) I sat with the window open and a mask on, and I wish kids happy Halloween from my window. That's terrifying. It was horrible. You were the scariest creature on their journeys, their Halloween journeys. Good, as I should be. Um Anyway, on Rotten Tomatoes, Guardians of the Galaxy has a 92% approval rating. Fair. I feel like it should be higher. Just as irreverent as fans of the frequently zany Marvel comic would expect, as well as funny, thrilling, full of heart, and packed with visual splendor. It's also star-studded. I know you already said that, but still. Uh, It was nominated for two Academy Awards. Mm Mm-hmm. Best Makeup and Best Visual Effects. Oh, those were the ones I was going to guess. It won neither of them. Mm, I feel like that's hard for superhero movies. Uh, Best Makeup went to Grand Budapest Hotel. (gasps) Okay, period. (laughs) The other nominee was Foxcatcher. I don't know that one. And Best Visual Effects went to Interstellar. The Sandra Bullock space movie. Yeah, I know. I hate space, so. Wow. Well, this movie's called Guardians of the Galaxy. That's set, different. Most of it is in space. I like fantasy space, not real space. Mm. I feel like you should know, this was like a super strong year for movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Best Picture nominees were American Sniper. Oh, you know, I watched a bunch of these. Okay, go on. Yeah, American Sniper. Mm-hmm. I say super strong year, and then I start off with that. Jonathan um, Groff was in it, so... And Bradley Cooper had a good year, okay? He was mm-hmm. in a lot of movies. Boyhood. I saw that. That was a good movie. Grand Budapest Hotel. I actually never saw that. The Imitation Game. Liked that movie a lot. Selma. I never saw that, but I really liked the song, Glory, which I believe came from that movie. Yes. Yeah, that's a good song. Theory of Everything. Never saw that one. That's the Eddie Redmayne, Stephen Hawking movie. Uh, oh, oh, no, no, I sing every no. movie. Never mind. Whiplash. <gasps> I watched that with you. I know you've seen Whiplash. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast about Whiplash earlier. And then the winner, Birdman. With the drums. Yes. I know exactly. I remember, I remember exactly the day that I saw Birdman. Really? Because it was, so it was a cloudy day in 2013 mm-hmm. uh, or 2014 and I was driving with my mom and my brother this is all very relevant to Guardians of the Galaxy by the I way obviously um, and it was November mm-hmm. end of October beginning of November we were driving to Evanston to go see mm-hmm. Birdman in theaters because it was only in a limited release Mm-hmm. Uh, because me and my family are a bunch of cinephiles. <laughs> okay. 
emphasis on file. Um, oh and that was the day that I got cast in the first play that I was ever in. Oh, what a good day for you, Dan. And I was disappointed that I got cast in a bigger role than the one that I wanted. I was cast as the villain, and I didn't want to be the villain. But yet, for such those was who, my curse. For those who are not on the video chat with Dan and I, I just put my head into my hands wearily. I knew I was not going to be the main character, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, was a, mm-hmm. I was a sophomore. Yeah, I'm also not, not good way. at acting. Um, but you're handsome and straight. So like, mm, exa- but okay. Problem. Mm-hmm. Guy who was the main character, handsome, straight, very talented there impressionist. It there it is. Uh, he is a working comedian. Oh, good for like, him. That is his job. <laughs> good for him. Okay. Uh, Period. No. So I, instead, oh. I was the I was the Russian villain. I can't do a Russian accent. Can you? Uh, very poorly. Oh, that's it was better very than over the top. This is mine. That's Italian. <laughs> I'm bad at accents. This is my Russian accent. Somebody's like doing an accent. I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's so bad. Anyway, so tell bad. me about the first time you saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I remember it clear as day, Dan. Um, I was a sophomore in college and I had the stomach flu. <laughs> Wow, what a time. And I was laying in my dorm bed dying. And my roommate came home and she goes, hey, you want to watch Guardians of the Galaxy? And I was laying in my bed and I was like, got nothing better to do besides puking, <laughs> so sure. And then I actually really liked it because that was before mm-hmm. I really like cared at all about superhero movies. Okay. So like she put it on and I was like, okay, wait, this is actually this is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like I'm dying, I'm having a good time. So yeah, I did fall asleep <laughs> during part of it, okay. but um, you know, I've since seen it again, so it's not like I didn't know what happened. I just yes. remember I fell asleep. I How about you, I saw it in theaters. It was that not a particularly sense. memorable theater going experience because I have no memory from that time. I remember watching it. I remember the plot of the movie i i've also seen it a bunch of times since it was in theaters yeah Um, it's one of those movies because the soundtrack is so good i feel like i have much clearer memories about the soundtrack than i do the movie which i think is partially because this was the first um like major superhero movie that did that put all the emphasis on like the classic retro sort of soundtrack Mm -hmm. and kicked off that wave that yes they're still going through I feel like this movie was a cultural reset for um, for Marvel. It was definitely a reset for DC. Because this inspired Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Suicide sucked. Squad. That was a bad movie. <laughs> you know, the best thing to come out of that was the song Heathens, okay? I will not be taking any any further questions at this time. Why are you not talking about the Brendan Urie version of Bohemian Rhapsody? Because I hated it. <laughs> I don't like songs that people like to sing loudly in group settings. So that's on mm. the list, okay? <laughs> I don't. Uh, okay, I like some of them. But I do think that, uh, speaking of songs like those, Don't Stop Believin', Overdone, 
we can mm-hmm. move past that. I want to mm-hmm. dance with somebody. I want to listen to a different song. Whoa, now hold on a second. Mm-hmm. I didn't say a dang thing about Miss Whitney Houston. That might be my most controversial stance. That was a hot take, Dan. I don't know if I can stand in your wedding anymore. That was, wow. That's fine. I'll find someone else who doesn't want to no, dance. No, I dance. was kidding. I do want to <laughs> dance, but I, I'll stop dancing for, for, for fun time at your wedding. It will probably. That's not on the do not playlist. Thank God. my You're not going to be happy with my do not playlist. Is it Pitbull? Are you not allowed to play Pitbull? No, I mean, I am not allowing any line dances. That's fine. Okay, thank you. As long God. as you can play Timber. Timber All that will I care be played. About. Timber is the best song to get the dance floor popping. Finally, something you and Gage can agree on. He's a big Kesha fan. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. He should be. Finally, something that he has taste about. I truly am at a loss for words right now. So Guardians of the Galaxy is a film. Mm -hmm. And it starts out with uh, uh, a mother dying. Yeah. (sighs) Sad. Not as emotionally impactful as I think they think that it is. Well, when you've seen the second movie, especially, I feel like, I'm just, sorry, that sounded like disturbed. Um, I was just, you know, like, I don't know. I didn't feel too sad about it. I, I'm no. sorry, everyone. I Yeah, I remember it, they try, they're trying to do the thing that they did. And like finding Nemo and up with the super sad front backstory right at the front of the movie, uh, which I prefer that me. than having it as like a secret that gets revealed. Yeah, let's get it over with. Why the hell is this dude in space? Okay, his mom died, and then in his sadness, he gets abducted by aliens. But sure. he gets abducted by Daddy Yondu. So that's true, Michael Rooker. Mm-hmm. To which I say Rooker. I hardly know her. Thank you. Do you think that Yandu got bitches? Oh, good lord, yes. Yeah, I agree. Why do you think his mohawk's detachable? Yeah, I think he fucks. Yan did. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was in 1988, and then in 2014, uh, we see a grown-up version of this kidnapped Peter Quill. Um exploring the abandoned planet of Morag mm-hmm. trying to steal an orb but he gets attacked steals the orb anyway mm-hmm. and he gets discovered for the theft and that was a bounty on his head bounty on his head and then Ronan wants the orb Ronan by the way is the villain Sleep pace. <laughs> Ronan, by the way, villain. Whatever. He he doesn't matter all that much. It just made me laugh. He doesn't. He's the villain, but, like, barely. Yeah. He's, like, Thanos' hired lackey? Yeah. Thanos is the overarching villain. We just don't see him because it's setting up. Yeah. This is the first... Uh, I mean, the end of Avengers was the first setup, but this is the first one with what Thanos became in the mm-hmm. series. Yeah. Um, like this yeah. is the first one that it's played by that guy, Josh Brolin. 
that guy. That guy. I couldn't think of his name. I couldn't think of it. I needed to pause. I I didn't want to have silence or go, um. I always get him confused with his dad because they both have J names. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean Barbara Streisand's husband? Period. Yes. How does this keep happening? I'm in my phase where I yell period. Uh, I listen to too many Gen Z podcasts. I'm sorry, everyone. I don't think I've ever heard a Gen Z podcast. Um, I'm referring specifically to Brittany Broski's podcast, which is discontinued, sadly, not sponsored. Mm. Most of my podcasts, it's unfortunate, the hosts are aging out. Oh, Dan, you and I have the opposite problem, huh? Mine are just getting too busy. Well, I listened to a podcast by Mo Rocca about a JFK impersonator whose career died when JFK was assassinated. And I was like, ah, finally, something I can relate to. Damn. <laughs> I'm Gen Z. Mm-hmm. I'm Radio Rebel. You are. You are Radio Rebel. Uh, so Ronan, by the way, the villain, he sends uh, Gamora, Thanos' favorite daughter, after My the My favorite orb. daughter. We love Zoe Saldana in this house. Yeah. So Zoe Saldana is Gamora, Thanos' daughter, and then... Thanos' other daughter, Nebula, um, is dedicated to Thanos. And much more robotic in this than in the following films. Yeah. Uh, I like Karen Gillan, but she scares me in these movies. That's fair. That's all I have to say. She just makes me nervous in these movies. nothing, Nothing more scary than a bald woman. It's the fact that her eyes are just completely black. Okay, wow, that is that is frankly just offensive to the totally black eye ball community. I'm sorry to those of you who've tattooed your eyes. Oh, ow. That's the thing they do in prison. Oh, no. I believe. Wait, in like prison? A, yeah, I believe that's like a prison tattoo you can get. So like a stick and poke tattoo in your yeah, eyeball? With like a ballpoint pen. I... Uh, I would like to not that. Yeah, me too. Anyway, Peter's trying to sell the orb. I don't like that they keep calling it the orb. The name of it is just the orb. The orb of confusion. Peter's trying to sell his ball on Xandar. Ew, that's worse. The capital of the Nova Empire, which seemed like it was going to be a bigger thing in these movies. And they never really come back to it. Um and while he's there, he tries to sell it to some collector, but collector doesn't want it because he tells him that there is an infinity stone in it. And we're like, that's supposed to mean something. Anyway, that's a problem for future us. <laughs> we'll come back to that. They did so much foreshadowing. So much. Yeah. What is the, the uh, Sesame Street meme or the Mickey Mouse meme? It's a surprise. Size tool we'll save for later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, the kids I used to babysit loved that show. Is that Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? It is. God, I'm great at trivia. You Uh, are. Good job, Dan. After he gets kicked out of the upscale resellers store, uh, Gamora's like, you got an orb there? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I want it. And then they fight. She tries yep. to seduce him for like six seconds, and it then works. she's like, "Fuck this!" 
It worked on me. You were seduced? By Zoe Saldana, who also collaborated with Coles. Did they... Did, did, was their collaboration named Zoe Sell Clothes? Uh? Yep. No, it was it was an Adidas collaboration specifically for Coles. Zoe Saldidas. Yes, that is exactly what it was called. <laughs> uh, in the fight, they are attacked by two bounty hunters, Rocket Raccoon and Vin Diesel. Dan, put some respect on Groot's name. Sorry, I am Vin Diesel. Thank you. Groot is the most single most important, influential, iconic, baby, perfect, king. I would trust him with my life. I would leave my drink with Groot. Did you watch the Grammys? Not recently. Okay, it's not like it's a rec- it's not like it's an ongoing TV I've show. Seen not the recently. <laughs> in my I'm life. aware of the concept of the Grammys. I watched the performances. This year at the Grammys, they had this thing where they kept cutting back to this round table of super fans of each album of the year nominee, and. They would always they they would ask why does whoever you're supporting deserve to win album of the year? Mm-hmm. They never talked about the album. They never talked about the music. They were like Harry Styles is a baby who needs to be protected at all costs. And I'm like, That's- I'm sure he is. Tell me why Harry's house is better than thirty. Nothing. I hated it. They're both the same. Thank you. Uh, I could tell you one good thing about Groot. He protects his friends at the cost That's of true. his own life. That's and true. And he's a king, and we love him. He is baby. You, you kind of you lost it at the end. I went back. You regressed. <laughs> I said one good thing. That's good enough. We love Groot. If you love Groot, give this podcast five stars. <laughs> uh, so... They fight, and then they all get captured by the fascists, the cops, the Nova Corps. They call themselves, they, they say that they're fascists. I don't know why I'm defending that. I... Anyway, fascism. Let's go over it. So, mm-hmm. Crack open in your Italy. Um, now we get introduced to everybody. We also meet John C. Riley, and I'm like, oh... What happened? He's such a good actor. Why did why did his career not go the way that it should have? Wait, you forgot Glenn Close is in this too. Yeah, why? Star power. I guess. They want rent was due. I don't know. <laughs> um, star of damages Glenn Close. <laughs> star of 101 Dalmatians live action. Oh, that's true. I forgot that's about that. That's what I kn- knew Glenn Close from when I was little, so um, I I love John C. Riley and don't hate me. I love him in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I love him in Chicago and I love him in Talladega mm-hmm. Nights. Mm-hmm. That's it. I have not seen him that I remember in anything else off the top of my head. Besides well, this, I, I guess. This came to mind because I just saw Boogie Nights in theaters. They were doing a screening of it. He's in Boogie Nights. He's mm-hmm. so good. Everybody's so good in it. But like he's so good. And then he was like... He got pigeonholed into the like sidekick comedy roles with Will yeah. Ferrell. I think maybe he was like, Will Ferrell's offering me a steady paycheck, so I'm just going to kick it here for a little bit. That's fair. I mean, I'm, it's, it was a steady paycheck. Like I said, if, the, if my man, John C. Riley is getting his bread, getting his checks and they're clearing, that's all <laughs> I can hope for for him. 
Uh, so they're in prison, and then they meet another inmate, Dave Batista, Drax the Destroyer. We love Draxy. Uh, who wants to kill Gamora because she's associated with Thanos and Ronan, who killed his wife and daughter. Is it weird to you that Drax had a child and a wife? Because I feel like he's just such a himbo that he should just never have ever, would never have ever succeeded on a date. Are we to assume they have similar reproductive organs to humans based on I, their clothing choices? I assumed. Because they're humanoid, so I mm-hmm. assumed. There is a, a an ongoing running joke in the online wrestling fandom, mm-hmm. not community, uh, community, where people keep asking how big Dave Batista's penis is. Don't! Don't ruin that! He's baby! Now, wait. They do, like, AMAs on Reddit with professional wrestlers. No, Dave, And people will ask, how big is Dave Batista's little Batista? Um, And no one will ever tell. Good. It's always a secret. But the assumption, it's a hog. I mean, I think so. If, If penis size is equal to... You know, radiant Babiness? energy size. Oh, radiant <laughs> energy, I was going to say. Okay. Wait, did you then say radiant got... or radiant? Radiant. Like, he's a radiant beam of joy in my heart. And I really yeah. like Dave Batista. <laughs> <laughs> if he's ever problematic, I will literally burst into flames. He got a uh, Washington Redskins tattoo covered up. Period. King. <sighs> Absolutely. I believe he was also raised... By two women, like his mothers were lesbians, so he's very vocal about like LGBT rights and like active in that community and stuff, Mm -hmm. as he should. If he is ever problematic, Dan, I will take to the bed. I will be so. I'm just not going to tell you. Please, I'm. I have Google News alerts set for Dave Batista, obviously. Uh, But I just, I'll, I'll just keep things. Some things are allowed to be secrets, you know. Mm Thank you. I love Dave Batista. I just think he's baby. So while they're in prison, <laughs> uh, Star-Lord convinces Drax that they can all work together. Mm-hmm. And they all decide that they're going to break out of prison together. Um, and sell the orb to the collector. There's a fight scene. They fight. A lot of fighting. Turn the I gravity mean, off. It is. Oh, I liked that part. A little whimsical. Maybe a little unearned whimsy. Because when they turn the gravity off, everybody like stops and is like, whoa, what is this? But you, I think it's safe to assume that they're all intergalactic travelers. I, I figure they would have experienced zero gravity before. Yeah. I mean, you'd think being in space... No one can hear you scream. Oh my god. True. So true. I remember last time I was in space. Just shouting. No one heard me. I've never been in space because I hate space. I have a movie to recommend to you. If you say... It's called some, Gravity. I knew you were going to say some foolishness. <laughs> no. Um, so they all escape... They they escape in Peter's ship, the Milano. Are we to assume named after the Girl Scout cookie? 
What? I'm not joking. The name of the ship is the Milano. It's not named no, after everyone. It's named after like, Alyssa Milano. I was talking about the Girl Scout cookie comment. Well, yeah, Milano's. Aren't those a Girl Scout? No, those are just Toll House cookies. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. I, I was thinking of. I was like, tagalongs? Like, that's not even what we call them in Wisconsin. Those are caramel delights up in here. No, what are just like the, the butter cookies called? Um, Depending on where you're from, they're either shortbread or trefoils. Yeah, the shortbread. I was thinking of shortbread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, they have a s'mores cookie? Yeah. It's not new. Wait. Tagalongs are the peanut butter ones. Oh, what are the Caramel Delights called then? Samoas. Yeah. Yep. I remember because they're not called any of those things in Wisconsin. So. Because Wisconsinites can't pronounce it? We call them Caramel Delights and Peanut Butter Patties. (laughs) We eat them in the French room. No, it has to do with the bakery that they come from anyway. Yeah. So Ronan is meeting with Thanos to talk about her betrayal. And then they all end up in nowhere, a lawless outpost in space. I did not know that it was spelled with a K until we had the subtitles, subtitles on. on. Why would you? Also, why does it matter? Right? I was like, this is only clever on paper or if you have the subtitles on, but okay. Damn, if there's ever a, a, a an insult that would just describe me. Yeah. Clever on paper. Ooh, that's cutting. That is biting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all get drunk, and Drax calls Ronan there. Well, everyone else is Wait. basically. Oh, yeah, you're he, right. He drunk calls Ronan. Drax. Oh, Draxy. And the collector opens up the orb. There's an infinity stone in there. It's the power stone. Everyone's gasping. Everyone's pearls are clutched. Um, and one of the collector's slaves is like, I'm done with this. I'm going to be free. And then she explodes and the mm-hmm. rest of the things there explode. Mm-hmm. And then Ronan pops up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Drax, you a bitch. <gasps> Phrase Herb I would stops never utter. Him. <gasps> no, he doesn't. He beats him easy. He does. He beats him, but he doesn't curb stop him. Oh, I'm sorry. You, I wasn't metaphorically curb stops him. Okay, doesn't make him bite sure. the curb in American history X him. I know. I was like, dang. Um, and then everybody else escapes as they're followed by Gamora's sister Nebula. Scary. Uh, but Nebula destroys Gamora's ship. And she's out there floating in space. And Peter sees this. And he's like, time to be a white savior. Floats off freezing. (laughs) God, I was so mad. I was like, he's literally going to, his head would explode. And Gage is like, no, he's got eternal blood in him. I was like, I don't care. If this was real life, his head would explode. Yeah, that's the only unrealistic part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Him floating in space. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So Peter... Goes out there to save her, and then they all get saved by Yondu's gang. We love Yondu. Uh, Yondu? Yondu. People think it don't be like that. But Yondu. Thank you. 
You're welcome. We've been doing this for nearly three years. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Look at us, Dan. That's why we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Two years? Three years? Two well, years? No, three years. Here. Yeah. Jesus Christ. A million years of being my friend, Dan. <laughs> How does it feel? Uh, it, it reminds me of that Madonna and Justin Timberlake song, Four Minutes. Four Minutes? That song hits. What are you it say? does. Uh, but the bridge is time goes by so slowly. Time goes, time goes, time I'm frowning. goes by. You're drowning? I'm frowning. Hmm heard that song the other day and i started dancing in my car cool if you want <laughs> they used to play that in pep band in high school so uh they get rescued and then rocket drax and groot are going to attack yandu's ship to rescue them but they get a truce he's going to give the orb to yandu uh but they're all like, if they face Ronan, it's certain death. But they can't let him use the Infinity Stone to destroy the galaxy. So they come up with a plan. As one Ronan, does. Ronan embeds the Power Stone into his hammer. Yes. And then and, he's like, uh, what up, Thanos? I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And Nebula's like, yeah, kill my dad. She's confusing. She plays a much smaller role in this movie than I remembered. Hmm. She's I more she in the second more. one, isn't she? Yes. Or the third, third one's not out yet. I'm an idiot. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. No, in the second one, she's a part of, like, a main part with the rest of the group compared That's to in this thought. one where she is the enemy's lackey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... The Ravagers, which are Yondu's gang, and the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. uh, they join forces with the Nova Corps. They convince them that they're like, "Hey, what up? We're good. You should trust us." And Help they're like, us. "John C. Riley was like, yeah, I trust him. Trusted so quickly. He he falls in love easy. You know, me too. It's okay, John. Uh, because." Ronan is going to destroy Xandar because he's like, you slaughtered my people all these years ago. I'm going to rain hellfire and kill all of you. Great. You know, Can't wait. Exciting. Sign me up. Give me a Google mm-hmm. notification when I'm ready to go. Um, so the Nova Corps make a net to try and stop him. Uh, well, the Guardians of the Galaxy get onto the warship. Um, on the ship, Drax fights and kills someone who we met earlier, but it doesn't really matter. I love Drax. Uh, and then Gamora defeats Nebula, who escapes. She ain't dead. Wonder why. Um, and then Ronan's like, let's firebomb this place. So they start fighting, and then the ship crashes on Xandar. And it seems like everybody's going to die. But you know why they don't? Why don't they die? Because Groot turns himself into a human tree shield. I literally love Groot so much, and this is exactly why. He's literally so perfect. He's great. Mm-hmm. The whole movie, he's kicking butt. And then he's also caring and wonderful. He said, these wow. are my friends. I am Groot. 
We are Groot. We are Groot. I'm literally wiping my tears. I'm literally crying over Groot. Literally. Vin Diesel's greatest performance. Wow. I said what I said, and I've way seen... to way to undercut the pacifier. How dare you mention that in my presence <laughs> when I was about to say I've seen every Fast and Furious movie and spinoff. Um, <sighs> he's also in XXX and XXX State of the Union. What? And XXX The Return of Xander Cage. Oh no no no. He's in Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. We I forgot about that. about that. Star-studded cast. I still think Groot, Vin Diesel's greatest character. Imagine if he was Groot in Saving Private Ryan. That would be iconic. It would be so good. <laughs> uh, so in the after the sacrifice of Groot, they crash land. Uh, Ronan pops up ready to destroy Xandar, but Quill's like, dance battle, motherfucker. Stupid. I hated that part. It's, okay, completely disagree. Oh, you enjoyed it? Because the first time that I saw this, I was like, oh, this works so well. It fits his character, and it wasn't, it's been overdone in every Marvel movie since. Okay. But it was fresh at the time. It was like, sure, yeah. This this makes sense why he would do this. I guess he's Maybe an idiot because this is like I haven't seen this in a long time, and now I've seen all these other movies, and I'm like, ah, it's fine. I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the new Ant Man yet, but I've seen the clips on Twitter. Man, that looks like it sucks. We're going tomorrow, so hopefully it doesn't. I'm excited. Have you seen? I don't want to spoil anything for you. Okay. But there's one thing that I've seen that is like. Oh my god. I haven't seen anything. What is that? Okay, I'm not going to tell you what it it. is. Yeah, don't tell me, because I haven't seen a dang thing from it. I'm going in completely cold. I just know Paul Rudd's in it. I'm excited for your surprise. Thank you. Uh, So, the gang destroy the hammer, and then Peter grabs the stone, and they share, the Guardians share the burden... And use it to vaporize Ronan. And Peter is actually half human, half something else. Eternal, living planet. I'll never know. Who knows? Not me. (sighs) They survive. They give a fake orb to Yondu. Give the real one to the Nova Corps. They get their criminal records expunged. And he finds a cassette tape. Awesome Mix Volume 2. And a baby version of Groot in a pot. And they fly off to their next adventure. Baby Groot. I'm going to Google a picture of baby Groot right now. (laughs) And in the immediate post credit scene, it's Groot dancing to the Jackson 5. It's so cute. I also was dancing. The end post credit scene is Howard the Duck. Yeah, voiced by the mysteriously <laughs> sexy Seth Green, but... I didn't realize that was Seth Green. Oh, you didn't? I didn't. It is Seth Green. Wow. I know something you didn't. Well, of course, I'm. you are Seth Green facts, so I expect you to he's update me on anything handsome. that he's in. 
I think about, you know, 90s, early thousands, Seth Green, and I immediately have to take to the bed again because of the vapors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. So what about in It? Okay, that does not count. That's, That's the 80s, and he was an actual <laughs> child. I'm talking like Austin Powers, Seth Green. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, he's I, a cutie. Hottie. He's a cutie there, and um, Scooby Doo. Fair, all fair. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's Guardians of the Galaxy. We made it. Tell me your thoughts. I like it. I mean, it's it's like I said, it was such a um, it was a cultural shift. Dare I say? The, when uh-huh. the soundtrack came out, like everybody was like, "Wow, this is awesome! This is all such great, like, you know, throwback jams and stuff." And like the music's really fun and good, and the movie itself is really fun and like very lighthearted for the most part, minus the section at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's just so much more easygoing than some of the other superhero movies out there. Yes. I would yeah, say there's even, something. Oh, sorry, go ahead. There's something about it. It it, it was such a breath, uh, like a breath of fresh air, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, like uh, even compared to, I would even say, like, um, in like Iron Man and stuff, which you could argue, oh, those are funny. Those are funnier movies. Not as not in the same vein as these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a th- those are superhero movies that happen to be funny. Mm-hmm. This one especially this one compared to the second one like any other one. The, this is a comedy movie that happens to be a superhero movie. And it mm-hmm. worked really well and I feel like Marvel has been trying to recapture that with everything and yeah. it has not worked as well as they would have hoped or I would have hoped. I'm looking forward to seeing this next Guardians just uh-huh. because I I am intrigued, you know, especially with people were so polarized about how they felt about Star-Lord after all the Infinity War stuff. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Is that what it's called? No. It's oh, just thank Volume God. 3. I would love it if it was called Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You know who's in it? Go through my list of men I love. Seth Green. No. Chris I know they're not. Hemsworth. No. I don't really care for him. Uh, man, other men you love. The Fallout Boy. No. I'll just Andy tell Hurley. you. Oh. Ugh. Who is it? Fun fact. The members of Fallout Boy, specifically Joe Troman, are friends with Seth Green. It's Good for them. Fact. Um, it's Will Poulter. He's the villain. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he has to be like super jacked for oh it, Oh, my too. God, Dan, when I tell you, if you, have you seen him? <laughs> I'm, uh, I have. Uh, he looks amazing. And I thought he always looked good, even in his little Sid-looking skinny boy skinny little british boy situation i was like dang that is a tall drink of water i would like to take a sip but 
You know, all the girlies are jumping on now, all the Marvel girlies, and I welcome them with open arms. See mm-hmm. it my way, girls. It's great out here. Um, and gays. I do have some and trivia. Days. Okay, I'm ready. So, Sean Gunn, mm-hmm. James Gunn brother, mm-hmm. uh, is briefly in the movie, and he also mm-hmm. did the motion capture for Rocket. Yes, I knew that. With Bradley Cooper doing the voiceover. Do you know what else he's in? Sean Gunn, uh, Scooby Doo. Oh, I was gonna say Gilmore Girls, but as not as a motion capture, no. as an actual actor, right? Yes, yes. I don't like uh, Gilmore Girls. It makes me sad, and I don't really know why. <laughs> I have not seen it in since I was a child. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have any strong thoughts about it then. It was just on. It just makes me sad. That's just a me thing. I have to probably sort through. Uh. Lee Pace uh, originally auditioned for Quill before being cast as Ronan. I hate to say it, I really do, but I don't think I could picture anybody else playing Star Lord. No, I don't think so. I think Chris Pat- Pratt is very well cast. I think, I think Chris he's very Pratt good as Star Lord. Do you notice how I'm saying his name? Uh, yeah, I, I know that you're saying Crisp Rat. Okay, good. Just making sure. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're you're using those ghost vowels. I am. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Good. Just making sure. Just making sure. Um James Gunn said that Rocket was one of the main reasons why he wanted to make the movie. I love that. I th- Bradley Cooper slays that role too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I it's I have to, it doesn't sound like him either, no. which is incredible. I, exactly. I was literally saying that to Gage last night. I was like, dang, I forget this is Bradley Cooper sometimes because it doesn't sound like him at all. Especially mm-hmm. since that year, like you said, um, American Sniper came out. And I think to myself about how the two characters that he played between those two movies are just totally so different. different. Good for him. Range. Yeah. We call that range. Uh, to play Nebula, Karen Gillan shaved her head. Wow. That's commitment. Uh, I would have been like bald cap. And I'm going to look hair, bad bald. Her hair was made into a wig. Oh my. For which herself? she then got back for the movie Selfie that she was in, or the TV show Selfie. She was in with John Cho. That's that's interesting. Couldn't In be the sequels, me. she wore a bald cap. Mm, yeah i don't really please Uh, i'm too ugly chris pratt had been pudgy on parks and rec Mm -hmm. we loved chris pratt got ripped to be in zero dark 30 Mm -hmm. got pudgy again Mm -hmm. for parks and rec again uh and then for guardians of the galaxy he lost 60 pounds to be star lord uh, he almost passed on it because he didn't think he could get his body ready for the role. Um, the regimen that they have these people on is mm-hmm. insane. Like I the, said, back to Will Poulter for a minute, he was talking about it. He's like, this is unsustainable, if I'm being the, honest. The steroids that they're on? Not like, sure, use steroids if that's the look you're going for. But like, good God, that's enough to like kill a bull. Well, 
even Zoe Saldana showed a video that she was um, in her green paint and costume and they have to follow that strict diet. And it was somebody's mm-hmm. birthday. It was a TikTok. It was somebody's birthday on set and she gets to her trailer and all her like hair and makeup people are eating cupcakes and she walks in. <laughs> and she's just staring at them and they're all staring at her. It was very funny, but I, it couldn't be me. I would be so sad. I'd be like, please, can I just have one crumb of that cupcake? Just one little sniff. Please. Um, yeah, so the success of this convinced uh, rivals to create anti-hero comedic superhero movies. Including Ooh. Deadpool and oh. then Suicide Squad. Wait, I thought Deadpool was Marvel. It was Fox. Oh, which because they own Disney, the rights to the character. Yeah, got it. Okay. It was a Marvel character. Fox owned the movie rights to it, though. Okay. Got it. Uh, Vin Diesel voiced Groot in every version, as he should. Um, Let the king have his role. Almost every version. <gasps> He is not to the Japanese, Hungarian, or Italian oh. versions, unfortunately. Well, I get it. He's a busy man. That's hours in the studio. Right. Um, yeah, so this movie was expected to gross around $180 million because it's based on an obscure comic book and it was released at the end of August. It ended up being the highest grossing movie of 2014. Yeah, I can't say I'm shocked. It's a Marvel movie. Literally, what do you expect? Yeah. And it it, it was also good. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Fun without being like eh, look at how much look at how much fun we're having. Yeah. No, it was fun. Look at how silly this like, is. Yeah. Something you could talk about. Gage even said he's like they did a good job because of how they made us fall in love with Groot. Like, he's mm-hmm. a literal plant. Like, <laughs> there's no reason why we should love Groot as much as we do. Yeah. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was originally offered the role of Star-Lord. Wait, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. I'm middle school Anna's having an awakening. Also. <laughs> oh, God, sorry. I choked on my own spit while I was thirsting. A bunch of... I'm just going to read off a bunch of names. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. And then I'll save... Uh, Zachary Levi. Mm. John Krasinski. Mm. Garrett Hedlund. James Marsden. Mm. Joel Edgerton. Um, Jack Houston. Aaron Paul. Oh. Aaron Paul. Uh, Eddie Redmayne. Oh. And Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All considered for Star Lord. That's quite the range. It's a very it big is range. Quite the range. Zachary Levi. He's off my list. He's been homophobic. And by Ben I mean he's shown his true colors lately. When was he homophobic? Recently. Look it up. I just I just saw the vaccine thing. Oh wait, that's what it was. Sorry. Those I are different. My- those are I got different. My, I got my my hills to die on confused. I'm so sorry. He's probably homophobic too at this rate. That's a good thing. Assume. What I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but still, I'm Zachary. Um, you lost my respect with the vaccines comment. 
I was getting real heated about it over dinner one day. Somebody was like, why do you care, Anna? doesn't affect you. And I was like, twitch, 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 twitch. Anyway. <laughs> so for Gamora, mm-hmm. Gina Carano. Okay. Sportscaster Rachel Nichols. What the fuck? <laughs> Tandy Newton. Uh, Elizabeth Banks. Okay. Rosario Dawson. <gasps> Olivia Wilde and Amanda Seyfried. Now Olivia Wilde. Okay. Get over your personal thoughts on her. I simply cannot. <laughs> you know I have something to say. No, this is Zoe Saldana's supremacy in this house. I told you. Rosario would have slayed too, though. Mm-hmm. Amanda Seyfried. She different. Would have been different. Like a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan. Speaking of Amanda Seyfried. It, it, the amount of times since I watched Jennifer's Body for the first time, which was last Halloween, uh-huh. that I've said to Gage, I thought about Jennifer's Body again and I got sad. It's been a lot. <laughs> have you have you seen The Dropout? No. Okay, you should watch it. But Are the number of sad? times since watching that, I just go, this is an inspiring step forward, is off the charts. Okay. She plays Elizabeth Holmes. Okay. All right. Jason Momoa was offered the role of Drax. Wait, pause. Back up. Is that the one about the woman who who starts a pyramid scheme? No. I think I'm thinking of a different person. It's not but a she's pyramid also scheme. Blonde. And where's a turtleneck? It's not a pyramid scheme. Okay. I will we'll regroup on that movie. Okay. okay. It's back a TV to, show. Back oh that TV show. We'll regroup. <laughs> Back to Jason Momoa. Uh, yeah, Jason Momoa offered the role, didn't want to be typecast. As as big and handsome? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> he didn't want to be a himbo? I guess, I guess his not. rent wasn't due. Jim Carrey, Danny DeVito, H. John Benjamin, all considered for Rocket Raccoon. They should just put, like, just some raccoon ears on his head. Mm-hmm. No CGI. I want to hear the H. John Benjamin version of Rocket. It makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it. <laughs> um, that's about all. There, there, there are a bunch of other things that were planned that didn't happen, but whatever. That's about all the interesting trivia I have. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Okay. So... Anna. Dan. Would this movie be better or worse than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas' Star-Lord? Better. No. I know I'm lying. It would not You're be wrong. better. It would be worse. <laughs> Chris Pratt did serve in this movie. Like I said, he, he slayed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't even, as much as I like to imagine what it would be like with others, I can't picture it. I think he was made for that role. There. I said it. That's the last nice thing I'm going to say about him, though. Okay. Uh, better was it the same with Jimmy Stewart mm-hmm. as Star Lord? I'm talking about a young, a long Jimmy Stewart, long? a string bean sort oh. of a man. <laughs> Star Lord in like an old timey idea of what a spacesuit would look like. Now, now, if you want a, if you want a black light, if you want to shine a black light in here, this thing would look like a Jackson Pollock painting. Ew. Five stars. I don't like the idea of him saying that. That gives me the ick. 
Who the who 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 the devil is Jackson Pollock? I'm my impression's getting worse the more that I do it. No, I love it. I think you're right on. It's also getting closer and closer to like Don Knotts. We love Don Knotts. Andy. God, that's a. That's all I can say. That's fair. It was pretty spot on, though. I'll give you that. Thank you. On a scale of one to five babies that need to be protected at any cost, Amen. what do you give Guardians of the I Galaxy? I give it four and a half. Okay. Because I think it's thoroughly enjoyable and, you know, minus my own biases towards mm-hmm. Chris Pratt's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a I think it's a really fun movie and like I said I think it's so important to why Marvel is moving in the direction it is now and why superhero movies in general are in the direction that they are now and I just think that um there are a lot of things you can learn from this movie just to, you know like what made it a success why they were still able to have the story and create characters that we did care about while still having it be funny and lighthearted and like still move the story along and still um yeah. you know introduce things that will be important later while still keeping it enjoyable and like i said lighthearted. so mm-hmm. absolutely uh I, everything i agree with everything you said four out of five perfect fun time just a fun time yeah um so anything else to add I'm I'm still just really excited for the third one. I can't wait for it to come out. I know that doesn't really have to do with this movie, but I'm just really excited. I'm going to drop everything and run to the theater. Well, you know what you should be more excited about? What next movie? Our, our next movie, Avengers Age of Ultron. I haven't seen this one. Ooh. Okay. I've only seen Infinity War. You haven't seen Endgame? No. Wow. I just don't really care that much. And I've only seen Infinity War because when Gage and I first met, I -hmm. mentioned to him that I like like some of the movies, but I never really sat down and saw them, and I never saw Endgame. And so he brought me a DVD player and the DVD so that I could watch it. That's why I have a picture of a penguin in, in my phone next to his name because that's penguin energy. Brought me the shiniest rock he had. His <laughs> player. Uh, so that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. Mm-hmm. We will be back next week with Avengers of Age of Ultron. If you want to find us on social media, we're on Facebook and Twitter at and In Conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast. Patreon.com slash In Conclusion. I'm on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe86 and on TikTok at not Dan O'Keefe. Anna. Where can they find you? Dan, I have a question. Do people still tweet mm-hmm. stupid things or like is Twitter now just a godless wasteland for making fun of Elon Musk? All I see are stupid things. Oh, good. Because I had like 20 stupid thoughts last week, but I didn't post them because I was like, they're not about Elon, you know? That's what it's for. Tweet okay, stupid things. Just making sure. Um, anyway, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Autumnus Prime 818 or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, capital O for Auto, capital B for Bots, capital R for Roll and the O in Roll and the O in Out are zeros. Also, please follow my dog, Jester the Pup 1017. No caps, no spaces. Be a part of the Milwaukee dog community. Let's get her a sponsorship, please. She needs to pay rent. Poser Dog. 
she is a poser. She's a poser. I'm out dog. here. She's literally looks at me and she goes, "You're the one who's just, you know, running the credit card. I know you got a raise. Spend it on me." We'll be back next week with Age of Ultron. In the meantime, everybody stay safe and have fun. Bye-bye. Bye. Transition. Now you're talking like a scientist. <laughs> <laughs>